Mildred Amukau. Hi, Pinky. Did you have a nice weekend? I had a great weekend. Did you too? I had a great weekend. Well, I was thinking because I'm always talking about myself and blah, 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 and I always, always have all the attention and I, you're just so sweet and kind all the time. Let me say all the stuff. Oh, it's okay. I enjoy it. Okay, but today, Mildred, I really want to really invite you to read whatever you want, and, and you know, it's got to be your turn, because it's always my turn. Well, that's very generous, Pinky, but if you invite me, then, you know, you have to accept whatever I want, want to read, because I'd love to read a beautiful poem that I really adore. Yes. Yes, you you may do that. Yes, please. Are you sure? Because, you know, I'm not sure if you're going to like it. That's okay. That's okay. It's your turn. Totally your turn. Okay. Okay, Pinky, we have a beautiful poem here. It is called The Summer Bower, and it was written by Henry Timrod in the mid-1800s. Okay, yes, please. It is a place whither I've often gone for peace and found it secret, hushed, and cool. A beautiful recess in neighboring woods. Trees of the soberest hues, thick-leaved and tall. Arch it o'erhead and column it around, framing a covert natural and wild. Dome-like and dim, though nowhere so enclosed, but the gentlest breezes reach the spot unwearied and unweakened. Sound is here, a transient and unfrequent visitor. Yet, if the day be calm, not often then, whilst the high pines in one another's arms sleep You may sometimes, with unstartled ear, catch the far fall of voices. How remote! You know not, and you do not care to know. The turf is soft and green, but not a flower lights the recess, save one star-shaped and bright. I do not know its name, which here and there gleams like a sapphire set in emerald. A narrow opening in the branched roof, a single one, is large enough to show. With that half-glimpse a dreamer loves so much, the blue air and the blessing of the sky, thither I always bent my idle steps. When griefs depressed or joys disturbed my heart and found the calm I looked for or returned strong, the quiet rapture in my soul. But one day, one of those July days when winds have fled, one knows not whither I must sick in mind with 
thoughts that shall be nameless yet, no doubt, wrong, or at least unhealthful, since thou dark with gloom and touched with discontent, they had no adequate excuse, not cause nor end. I, with these thoughts, and on the summer day, entered the accustomed haunt and found for once no medicinal virtue, not a leaf stirred with the whispering welcome which I sought. But in a close and humid atmosphere, every fair plant and implicated bough hung, lax and lifeless. Something in that place, its utter stillness, the unusual heat and some more secret influence, I thought, weighed on the sense like sin. Above I saw, though not a cloud was visible in heaven. The pallid sky looked through a glazed mist like a blue eye in death. The change, perhaps, was natural enough for my jaundiced sight. The weather and the time explained it all. Yet... Have I drawn a lesson from the spot, enshrined it in these verses for my heart? Thenceforth, those tranquil precincts I have sought, not less, and in all shades of various moods, but always shun to desecrate the spot by vain repining sickly sentiments, or inconclusive sorrows, nature, though pure as she was in Eden when her breath kissed the white brow of Eve, doth not refuse in her own way and with a just reserve to sympathize with human suffering. But for the pains, the fever, and the fret engendered of a weak, unquiet heart, she hath no solace, and who seeks her, when these be the troubles over which he moans, reads into her unreplying lineaments, rebukes that to the guilty consciousness strike like contempt. What? Mildred, huh? Get that one at all? I know, but it's really powerful. I just wanted to read it. Okay, thank you. Well, don't don't you have anything else to add to say? No, I really, I I really, I really don't know what to say. Well, well, Mildred, I did invite you to read whatever you want because I'm always the one that picks. And um, thank you for reading what you wanted to read, and thank you very much. I'll have to listen to it again. Maybe perhaps I will grasp some of it. It was pretty over my head, though. Okay, well, you you invited me to read what I wanted to read. Yes, I did, and thank you. Okay. Well, Pinky, that's the thing. Like, poetry is a lot, fine poetry is a lot like fine art. It's because it's it's not actually the words themselves. It's how do the words make you feel, just like, when you look at a piece of artwork, it's how 
does the art, how does it affect you? How does it grasp your emotions? What does it do to stir the emotions within you? And that's like this piece of poetry. It stirs the emotions within. Okay. All right, Pinky. Well, thank you. I, I hope, th- I hope that you will take the time and listen to it again. And, and then like you say, perhaps it will inspire you to have a feeling and bring out some emotion within. Well, actually, Mildred, now that you mention it, I am feeling an emotion right now. I'm feeling that just because I don't understand it doesn't mean that you don't have the right to express it and bring it to others because I need need to respect your choice. And if you choose some to read something that I don't really understand, that that's your prerogative. Right, we like that word. Right, and that's what I'm understanding now because I'm feeling really good that I made the somewhat of a sacrifice to give you the time and place to express yourself, and then I just kind of sat back and, and let you do it, and I feel pretty good about that because it shows that I respect you. Yeah, very good. Yeah, well, thank you, Pinky. Yeah, because you have a lot of love to share, and and I do too, but, you know, the thing is that the way that poem came across, it's going to affect different people differently. Absolutely. But, but that's, like I say, that's the beauty of fine poetry, just like fine art. Right. But And the thing is, when you look at art, it's a visual impact. But when you listen to poetry, it's what you're hearing that impacts your reaction of your emotions. Correct. It's, it's two different senses. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll listen to it again. Okay. Okay, Mildred. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I love you. I love you.